takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today, and thank you for making Locked On Islanders part of your day, your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Mixed bag for the Islanders on the ice and some tragedy off of it. Friday, the Islanders down the Arizona Coyotes 4 to nothing to uh, pick up two important points, but Saturday they fall to the Toronto Maple Leafs 3-1. to We'll have our key takeaways from the weekend's action, but shortly after the game Friday night, it was announced that Islanders legend and Hall of Famer Clark Gillies passing away at the age of 67. That a big loss for the Islanders organization, their fans, the Islanders family, and we'll talk a lot about Clark Gillies on this episode, his impact on the Islanders as a player, his impact on the community uh, even after he had retired, and a whole lot more. So uh, we will be talking about that on today's show. If you have something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to Email us, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So make sure you join us for that. Always great to interact with fans and give some instant insight and analysis during Islanders games. Let's start with what happened on the ice over the weekend. Islanders with a 4-0 shutout win on Friday against the Arizona Coyotes, followed by the 3-1 loss against the Maple Leafs on Saturday. And, you know, going into the weekend... I had said that I was hoping the Islanders would get three or more points. We knew what we were facing here, Arizona being in rebuilding mode, uh, not, you know, one of the worst teams by record in the league right now, a team that's really thinking about the future rather than trying to win a, a lot of games this year. And the Islanders, while they did play down to the competition at times, uh, did more than enough to win. Ilya Sorokin only facing 17 shots, but he was equal to the task, getting the shutout. Two goals from Brock Nelson and some strong defensive play as well in this game, and that, I think, was very encouraging. Scott Mayfield coming up big with uh, a goal and an assist in this game, including what proved to be the game winner midway through the first period, and then you had good offensive contributions, five shots on goal each from Noah Dobson and Robin Sallow, the two uh, 
offensive-minded defenseman on the Islanders roster. Austin Zarnick, again, uh, with a goal, three shots on goal, and Zarnick continues to play well when given the opportunity. So, uh, you know, some real positive signs. Also, two helpers by Josh Bailey. It was an uneven performance. I'm not going to, uh, you know, kid ourselves and say, oh, yeah, the Islanders look like world beaters in this game. They didn't. But they certainly did more than enough in order to defeat the Arizona Coyotes at home. And, you know, that steady play, the third straight win, you're building momentum and you're starting to look at getting those points and getting that win streak together that you need to get back into the playoff competition. And that's what the Islanders really need to do more than anything. Nice uh, bout between Matt Martin and Liam O'Brien, kind of a draw in that one late in the first period. But again, that was sort of a sideshow. Main event, really, that the Islanders able to get things going. Uh, Oliver Wallstrom benched toward the end of the game after having a, a couple of giveaways, one in particular that was egregious. He only played eight minutes and eight seconds and then was benched for the entirety of the game uh, against Toronto. You know, was a healthy scratch after that tough defensive performance against Arizona. So uh, Barry Trotz trying to send that message, as he often does, to his players that realistically, uh, you know, he's not going to tolerate defensive breakdowns like that, especially from his younger players. The Saturday game, a lot more disappointing, I think, for the Islanders and their fans. We knew that it would be a tougher opponent. Toronto, one of the more talented teams in this league. Obviously, John Tavares coming to the UBS Arena, always uh, uh, an event because the fans still have not forgiven Tavares for leaving the team. Uh, Now, what is this, his third year in Toronto? But overall, not a very good performance by the Islanders. Uh, Just so many things that they didn't do. The, The power play wasn't clicking the overall just way they played, not good in their own zone, not good enough on the attack. Perhaps the, the, the best takeaway in this one was this, the play of Zach Parise, who got a goal. It's only his second goal of the season, and you know they need more offensively from Parise. Varlamov started, no surprise there. Even though Sorokin's coming off of a shutout, you got to figure that on a back-to-back, they're going to go with the other goalie on the second uh, day of those back-to-backs. And and they did. But again, you know, you, you look at what this team was able to do and too many passengers, really, in this game. Uh, Brock Nelson only one shot on goal. One shot on goal for Anders Lee. Uh, too many guys just not getting the puck on the net. Uh, again, Scott Mayfield playing well. He got an assist and and continues to do well. And Noah Dobson, at least, even though he didn't end up on the scoreboard, six shots on goal. But this was a disappointment for the Islanders. And look, I was hoping they'd get at least one point in this game. And 
There's no shame in losing to a very strong team like the Maple Leafs. That is going to happen. But what you don't want to have happen is that you come out flat against a good team like the Maple Leafs. Look, here you are. You're the New York Islanders. You're on a three-game winning streak. You are starting to climb in the standings in the Metropolitan Division. You know you've got to have a strong finish because you had that 0-8-3 slump that really ended up hurting the team's playoff chances. Even if you lose to Toronto, you've got to play better. You've got to be more mentally prepared than what the Islanders were in this game. And that, to me, more than anything, is the disappointment. And hopefully the Islanders can rectify that. You know, all the rest of the games that they play between now and the All-Star break will all be played at the UBS Arena. So got to take advantage of the homestand, got to start picking up points, and uh, they'll get that opportunity starting on Tuesday night when they host the Philadelphia Flyers. So we'll uh, preview that game on tomorrow's show, and we'll have a lot more besides that. When we come back, we'll talk about the tragedy of the passing of Clark Gillies at the age of 67, Gillies dying Friday, and uh, just a a shock to a lot of uh, Islanders fans and uh, I'll tell you, Clark Gilley is one of the great Islanders of all time, deservedly in the Hockey Hall of Fame. We'll look back at his career and a whole lot more when we come back. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the new year, and that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar, and Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, they could be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill, but Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and most Built Bars contain 130 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, but they pack 17 grams of protein, and compare that to a candy bar which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And there's so many great flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, my personal favorite, the salted caramel, mint brownie, and many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited-time flavors, so check out Built.com to see what's new. Go to Built.com now and use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So Clark Gillies passing away at the age of 67, apparently cancer, the reason for his passing. And, you know, I, I don't know how many members of the Islanders community even knew Gillies was sick, but I'll tell you, it really came as a shock that he had passed away at the age of 67. The native of Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, and he famously used to say that Moose Jaw was six feet away from the uh, Moose's behind, but Gillies, really a legend in Islanders history, one of the greatest Islanders of all time. They drafted him with the fourth overall pick back in 1974 in the first round, and he had a strong rookie season, 25 goals in his first year, and went on to 
put together six 30-goal seasons for the Islanders, was on all four Stanley Cup winning teams, served as captain of the Islanders in 77-78 and the very beginning of 78-79 when Ed Westfall stepped down from that position, but never really felt comfortable as the captain. In his NHL career, 958 games, 319 goals, 697 points, and 1,025 penalty minutes. 304 of those goals coming as a New York Islander. He was a two-time first-team All-Star and was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame back in 2002. Gillies was sort of the prototypical power forward. Six foot three, 215 pounds, which back in the 70s and 80s was very, very big. And, you know, the amazing thing, Gillies had a reputation as being one of the toughest fighters in the league, and yet he never really liked to drop the gloves. And yet, you know, he took on some of the real heavyweights in the National Hockey League. Put down Dave Schultz in uh, a game against the Flyers in the mid-70s. That sort of spelled the end of Schultz's dominance as one of the better fighters in the National Hockey League. In the 1980 playoffs against the Boston Bruins, he had a number of memorable fights against Terry O'Reilly, the tough guy of the Boston Bruins, that changed the tone of the series, which the Island eventually won, and they went on to win their Stanley Cup. And of course, you know, many Islander fans old enough to remember the bout he had against Ed Hospodar of the Rangers, which really was one punch, and Hospodar was just knocked down, and Hospodar was quite a tough guy. You can read more about what he had to say about that in my book, Ice Wars, but really, Gillies was a reluctant fighter, didn't like to drop the gloves, but was willing to defend his teammates when he needed to, and part of that trio grand line with Brian Trottier and Mike Bossy, and and the toughness and physicality, more than his ability to punch, but his ability to, to keep players, opposing players, away from a smaller guy like Trottier and a, a guy like Bossy who wasn't going to drop the gloves often, if at all, uh, gave both of those guys more room to maneuver. And Gillies was the prototypical power forward before that term had even been in, in, invented. He went to the net. He got rebounds. He had a good shot for a big guy, and he wasn't afraid If there was a statistic for hits back in the 70s and 80s, Clark Gillies would have had more than his share of them. The other thing about Gillies, he was a clutch performer. And, you know, trivia question, who had the first game-winning goal in the history of the New York Islanders in the playoffs? The answer is Clark Gillies. The very first playoff game the Islanders ever played was Gillies' rookie season, 1974-75. It was at Madison Square Garden. Islanders fell behind 2-0 after two periods, tied it up with two goals early in the third and then late in the third. Who was it? It was the rookie, Clark Gillies, putting the puck in the net and getting that game-winning goal. Islanders beat the Rangers 3-2. They go on to win that series in three games. And uh, Gillies really came up big in the playoffs. He played in uh, 159 games with the Islanders in the postseason, 47 goals, 93 points, was a plus 21, 
and 12 game-winning goals, including four in 1976-77, three in 1981-82. Both of those years, he led the NHL in game-winning goals in the playoffs. So Gillies was also extremely clutch. And, you know, it's also important to remember Clark Gillies off the ice. I was fortunate enough to speak to him at a number of Islanders events and, and Gilly's always generous with his time, good sense of humor, good storyteller, and was really a part of the of the Islanders organization. You would see him at games very often and uh, interacting with fans and, and gracious, really gracious with his time. But, you know, one thing that maybe a lot of people don't know, the pediatric wing at Huntington Hospital here on Long Island named the Clark Gillies Pediatric Wing. He and his foundation donating a lot of money to make that wing possible and renovate it and get it uh, up to speed. Clark Gillies, always involved with charity, always involved in the community. And I'll tell you, it was a, it was a shock for a lot of people because nobody really knew he was even sick. And, you know, the thing about it is Gillies was so big and so strong when I was a kid, he seemed indestructible. And to have him be gone at such a young age, really a shock. Islander fans did not know that he was ill, uh, most of us anyway, and uh, really just hard to fathom Clark Gillies being gone at the age of 67. Please, uh, if you want to share your memories of Clark Gillies, send them in to us. I'll, I'll speak a little bit more about this on tomorrow's show as well, and I'll read some if, if people send them in. But uh, Clark Gillies leaving us too soon at the age of 67, and he will most certainly be missed. One of the all-time great Islanders and a deserving member of the Hockey Hall of Fame, Clark Gillies, uh, great guy both on and off the ice. We've got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day and some more thoughts about where this team is at as they head into another critical week. More to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and they've got a new updated desktop and mobile website. So sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to get started. That's LOCKED ON, one word. And yes, because you listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast, they will give you that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's free money to use at betonline.ag. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, so check out BetOnline where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and uh, we want to wish a very happy 36th birthday 
to former Islanders defenseman Jack Hillen, the Minnesota native undrafted out of Colorado College, where he spent four years, joined the Islanders shortly after graduation uh, in 2007-2008, played in two late-season games, stayed with the Isles through the 2010-2011 season, then went on to play for Nashville, Washington, and Carolina before his pro hockey career ended after the 2014-2015 season. Hillen played in 304 NHL games, 13 goals, 71 uh, points, and 157 penalty minutes. He was in nine playoff games in his career, although none of them were with the New York Islanders. And Hillen, you know, he was one of those guys... Wasn't big. He's 5'10", 190. Smart with the puck. Knew how to pass the puck and and make the transition from defense to offense. And just one of those guys that you kind of rooted for whenever you saw him on the ice. We're going to go back and look at one of Jack Hillen's better games as an Islander. March 11th, 2011 at the Nassau Coliseum. The Boston Bruins in town. Tim Thomas, the goaltender for the Bees. The Islanders going with Il Cubano, Al Montoya in goal. And it was the Bruins getting on the board first. Nathan Horton, his 20th from Milan Lucic and David Krejci at 16:29. That was the only goal of the first period, and it was one to nothing Bruins. But in the second period, the Islanders' hole getting deeper. Uh, Bruins go on the power play after Milan Yersina and Franz Nielsen both go into the box. It's a five-on-three, and Zdeno Chara now back with the Islanders. He scored on the power play, his 12th from Krejci and Thomas Caberle at 13.02. Islanders down 2-0, not looking up for the Isles. But late in the period, Brad Marchand heads off for interference, and the Islanders' power play gets them back into the game, scoring with just two seconds left in the period. It was Matt Molson, his 29th of the year, John Tavares and P.A. Parenteau with the assist. After 40 minutes, Islanders trailing by a score of 2-1, to one, but they tie it early in the third. Michael Grabner, his 28th from Kyle Oposo and Milan Yersina at 128. 2-2 hockey game, and then Jack Hillen, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Potts, what turns out to be the game winner, his fourth of the year. Radek Martinek and Kyle Oposo with the assist. It's 5.58. Parento adds an empty net goal with 10 seconds left. Matt Molson, the assist on that one. And the Islanders skate away with a 4-2 win. Al Montoya, 26 saves in this one. But the Islanders out shooting the Bruins 41-28. to Seven shots on goal in this game. For our Islanders' birthday of the day, Jack Hillen, he scored and, of course, was a plus one, got the game-winning goal as Hillen, a big part of the Islanders' offense on this particular game. So, again, Jack Hillen, 36 years old today. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. We've talked on this show a lot about the importance for the Islanders of getting a win streak going. It doesn't have to be, you know, seven in a row, eight in a row, but it does, there does have to be sort of a run, you know, go seven, two, and two in 11 games. That is still possible. And you, you look ahead at the schedule for the New York Islanders, and it is possible that this team 
playing, you know, the next bunch of games at home, playing a lot of those games against some shakier competition that the Islanders can start putting wins together. They are already out of the basement in the Metropolitan Division. They are one point behind the Devils for sixth place with five games in hand. They are three points behind Columbus for fifth place with four games in hand. So it's there for the taking. And you look at the schedule right now. At home, the Flyers are struggling. L.A. struggling as of late, but playing some pretty good hockey over the year. Then Seattle. Ottawa is coming in. Vancouver. Edmonton. You know, these are games that won't necessarily be easy, but they are winnable. And the Islanders, again, need to continue to build and be more consistent, and the wins will come. This team needs to play their brand of hockey, and things should continue to snowball in the right direction. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets at your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll have a full preview of the Islanders game at home against the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll have some more on Clark Gillies and his legacy and a whole lot more, so make sure you join us for that. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!